welcome to Upbringing, where Hannah and Kelty, twins, mothers, and works in progress. Upbringing is a movement that empowers us all to engage bravely with the hardest aspects of parenting, to create positive change in ourselves, our families, and the world. Join us to build intention, elevate skills, and align our parenting practices with our greatest ideals. When we practice trust over fear, connection over control, and progress over perfection, we're not just raising our kids, we're raising ourselves. Let's show up and grow up. Welcome to the after show where we reflect on last episode's conversation with poet and playwright Alan Holt, expanding on some favorite moments through a parenting lens. Mm. What was a highlight for you, Kel? There were so many highlights in this conversation. It was like a very mellow, kind of meditative, as Alan said, conversation. Yeah. I loved every part of it, honestly. And mm. I think back to exploring her book, Moonwork, mm-hmm. which we finally got in the mail and have been perusing ever since. Yeah. And how she began that work with this task of exploring a narrative of someone that she didn't know mm-hmm. and how we kind of like connected that to parenting. Yeah. Like we are buying in, we are investing in a narrative of a person that we do not own, do not know. And... And through that, though, we're also investing and knowing and learning about ourselves who we do not know, the part of ourselves that's brought out um, through that other person. Yeah, she said it was really an opportunity to become intimate with herself (laughs) as a woman and mother. I think it's it's so easy, though, to think that as parents, we're depleted by our role of caregiving. Yeah, We're depleted by, we're divided by the, the amount of love we have to give to other people beyond ourselves mm-hmm. and not the other way that somehow by investing and exploring and in engaging. This, engaging with this other person that we're not just getting the gift of them, we're getting the gift of us in yeah. the process. I totally believe that. Me too. Yeah. I also loved how she talked about like how her writing was sort of an opportunity to record a moment and reflect on and that mm-hmm. memories don't always accurately do that. And it's it made me think about how like all the things we talk about and spoke about a little bit with her that you're like, well, we lived here and then, you know, you were challenging in this way as a baby and then you said this is your first word and mm-hmm. we or have like these sort of... It makes me think of your great grandpa in law, like your yeah. you know, Justin's grandpa, who had this diary, but it was really just all <laughs> the things he ate and the places he went and with whom he ate those things at those places. It was a and, solid diary. And that yeah. has like total merit, but we aren't able to to really gather those like the meaning from those situations as he maybe would have. But even just reflecting on the things, the basics. How many of us really say, here's what I did today. Here's the number of meals I provided for my kid. Here's Mm -hmm. what I said. Here's when I laughed. Here's whatever. But I love one of our dear friends has a, like a yearly calendar with like the pictures of every month that she has made Vanessa. Oh yeah. And she and then they keep it like a keepsake because they yeah. write they still write on the calendar all the things they do so they know whose birthday party that who's this who's that like a lot of their personal lives and that helps them access the memories access 
the the senses and the experiences mm-hmm. that they had. Um, but I feel like all of this was just, you know, we'll never be the poet that Alan is. We'll never be able to necessarily, um, you know, capture with such beauty and accuracy. Yes, like yeah. and um, sensitivity. Yeah, yeah, our experience. But anything is better than nothing. I think. However, we can capture it, like writing on a piece of random paper, sticky notes, like even talking to someone, right? Yeah, we could just like, even if you just share it with someone and then they come back a year or two later being like, remember when you said this Mm -hmm. about your kid or your family or you? And I I agree that like that idea that there's a two-part process in this, that there's the gift of writing it down in the moment and processing it as you say you're writing it as you're living it. Yeah. And then there's the the secondary gift of reviewing it uh, posthumously yeah. and thinking and looking back at it. That's a really beautiful and bittersweet the, and the meaningful. Debrief, and, the yeah. debrief process. Yeah. yeah. It's totally amazing. <sighs> what like else? How, um, like the whole self-care thing and how we sort mm. of like edged around that. Yeah. Why didn't we dive in with her? Why weren't we like, with self-care, you don't want to talk about that? Why? Yeah. Like this could, we probably could have done the whole rest of the conversation I, on that. I think I could have tangented, is that a word, on every mm-hmm. single thing she said. Yeah. But I loved how she talked about taking shame away from being in service to ourselves mm-hmm. and that being really the quickest way to dismantle the patriarchy. Like, Mm-hmm. Just giving ourselves the things that we so willingly give away to other people. And I love that. I mean, I think we could have talked the entire time just about what does dismantle the patriarchy even mean? Yeah. I think a lot of us are like, what the fuck? Yeah. What is that even? What's that about? Mm-hmm. Um, so that's for another episode, everybody. Yeah. But, um, you know, this whole self-care movement that's going on. You know, I think that you and I, Kel, talk a lot about and feel this pull and push of Either we get the care or our kids get the care. Mm, Either yeah. we get the care or our partners get the care. It's win-lose, it's taking either or. Turns, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I don't, I, I think that, you know, as Alon said, and as a, we're reading and learning a lot more, that like being in service to ourselves is the greatest gift we can give ourselves and everybody around yeah, us. It's, it's, it's not it's a selfish act. No, it is a win-win. You yeah. Know? And I don't think she's saying like, go get a petty. No. I mean, everyone's self-care is very different, but... Um, Absolutely not. But of just service to ourselves as in, w- like, those deeper needs. What do I want to be doing with my life? What do I want to be looking at every day? How do I want to be but dressed? Or I, I think, I think that that's what she's saying is that's the quickest way to dismantle the patriarchy is saying, what do I want? What do I need? What do I believe? I don't want to fit into this outer box that is systemically... Structured. Yeah, yeah, structuring me into somebody else's ideal of how I should be living. And yeah. and that's why, like, as parents, we're thinking about this concept of resisting mm-hmm. as being something healthy that our kids do. When they resist us, they are pushing against that. Is that is a very healthy impulse. Oh, it yeah. absolutely is. Yeah. It's something we talk about every day within our own lives, every day within our family's lives yeah. coming in. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It's, we, we could do a whole multiple episodes on resisting and the power of resisting and why it's so amazing. Well, because if we don't resist, then we become self-deceptive, as Alon says, yeah. that we begin to bandage up these real expressions of ourselves and we package it so that 
it feels better when it lands on others, as she said. I yeah. was like, oh my when God. When she said like, that, I was like, oh my God. But that's what the patriarchy does. That's what these outer kind of systems do is that they say, don't think about you. Think about everybody else. Self-police, essentially, mm-hmm. like, you know? Yeah, and I think I love that she talks about the fullness of expression and that's nothing to be ashamed about. Mm. And that what does fullness of expression mean to you? It means like the range of expression. It means that we should be, like we say in our empowerments, welcoming all emotions, no matter Mm -hmm. what they are, that we can still hold fast to boundaries, that we can still keep them safe, Mm -hmm. our kids, that we can still say, I'm going to stop you from doing this. I'm going to, I don't want you to have do this, like whatever it is, mm-hmm. but we can say, you're mad, you're frustrated, you're sad, you're confused, you're whatever it is, like yeah. just bring it on. That we're not shaming their fullness of expression. Yeah. And that we're, you know, obviously not expressing our fullness to them all the time because we're their attachment figures, but that we're also finding a way to explore our fullness of expression in safe um, appropriate places with listening partnerships, yeah. partners, therapists, siblings, pillows <laughs> that we scream into, you know. Yeah. But I like that she said that growing up has more to do with saying yes to a call that mm. deserves a response. Mm. And I think that I get that. I think that when you're growing up, when you become a parent, you sign on for something that you don't necessarily know what it is. And it's you being like, yes, me. Mm. And you have to respond in a way that you didn't even know you were capable of. You didn't even know needed a response that, Mm. I don't know, it kind of reminds me of like growing up and doing, like we did this like marimba music with our dad. (laughs) (laughs) Xylophone, (laughs) African xylophone music stuff. Oh man. It was a good time. But but the, the but so much of the culture around <coughs> those around the marimba music was about call and response. Mm. Um, I don't know if it's like a, a greater African cultural musical thing necessarily, but it was about putting your thing out there and getting a response back. And I love that she brought that up in terms of growing up mm. because it's you saying yes and signing on mm. and seeing like that that the needs that our kids have and the demands that are put upon us as parents, we can say yes to. Like we can see that as a call to say, yes, I signed up for that. I'm doing this. Mm -hmm. I will respond. Not as like- Yes, permissive. Ugh, fucking like, okay, fine, I'll respond. But like, no, I'm up for this. This is part of the, the musicality of the agreement of mother and child. You know, mm-hmm. there is there is like a, I don't know, like something artful to that, I guess. Yeah, there's artful something artful to everything Alon talked yeah, right. about. Basically, oh she talked about like make, making love of messy situations, and that's mm-hmm. her basic life calling, mm-hmm. which was just kind of blew my mind away. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah, we've talked about this too about um, making significance and trying to explore and find um like an understanding in traumatic situations Mm -hmm. loss trauma all those things and i love that she spoke to the fact that it was never really enough for her to just 
bleed on the page or express without providing a way to get to the other side of that. And we mm-hmm. talk about get to the other side so often. Yeah. You and I talk about that commitment to just like, not just like be aware of the hurt, not just acknowledge the hurt, but work with it long enough to figure out what we can get back from it. Even, I mean, from the big things like financial struggles, divorce, illness, like really big things down to the day to day, like my kid is bugging the shit out of me. Mm -hmm. What can I do to overcome that and not overcome it as in extinguish it or fix it mm. because but overcome it as in work through it to get to the other side but of it's that. work with through you know? it work with it yeah. yeah you work but you work with to work through but that's I think, what you we believe but i think yeah. that's what alan was also saying was saying that she trusted that there was a usefulness mm-hmm. in all of these things and that she just had to be like her super super poetic amazing <laughs> self to figure it all out yeah but yeah. how can we do that? We don't have Alan's superpowers. Like, yeah. But and I think like, we didn't even touch on just her brilliance. And I know. Uh, but yeah. I think that we can all grab a little bit of her magic and let that transform us to move us mm-hmm. and like carry that with us a little bit. I don't know. Yeah. I love that she said that very thing that she said something like, you know, she didn't want to live in pain. But maybe to visit that, just to be intimate with that place long enough to allow it to transform her, to move her somewhere else. And her big question was about, like, what does her soul need? Mm. And that's something that in that same self-care vein, like, Mm. it feels so hard to be in the midst of a a hard time with our families or our kids and say, what do I need? Well, and not just what does my ego need, but what does my soul need? And sometimes our soul needs to lean into that harder stuff. It needs to overcome that stuff. It needs to look at the darker side of things. Or it needs to just give grace and like let go and be like, I'm not doing that thing today. Or Mm -hmm. I'm going to do whatever and then apologize and then take a nap. Like, (laughs) you know, honestly, it is very open-ended and up for interpretation. What does my soul need? What does my soul need? What does your soul need? We're interested. We want to know. Yeah. So what else? Yeah, I think that's it. It's a pretty brief after show. Yeah, but um, if it weren't this, it would be like three hours long. Seriously. Right. So follow Alon on Instagram at Alon Moon, A underscore L-A-N-M-O-O-N. And search out her beautiful book of poetry, Moonwork, through our show notes here or on upbringing.co. As always, we would love to hear your thoughts on our conversation with Alon. So get in touch, whether DM, phone, email, or through our website, upbringing.co. And lastly, you are doing an amazing job. We're really proud of you and we're right here with you, taking steps to better understand ourselves, our kids, and one another. Thanks for being here. We're all growing up together. Till next time.